Welcome to the True Face Podcast. Welcome. Two weeks uh, in a row, we're all here. Oh, Come on, goodness. Fantastic. So, still rolling around along with the Heart of Man. That's coming up. The Encore Night. Tuesday. Two, this Tuesday? This is, yeah, you're right. Isn't that crazy? October 17th. Less than a week. Yes. October 17th. Yeah. So you just go to the Heart of Man movie.com and click in your city or your zip code or whatever and your theater will pop up near you. And I was just talking with Marcy Hobbs. Yes. Good old Marcy. Marcy. Tell you what, she's bringing five of her ladies uh, to Greenville, South Carolina. She did not. And oh, Marcy. She's all excited. Precious Ready girl. to. She's already ordered her guides. and Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, speaking Fair. of the guides, we're on uh, the third, uh, the, the cliff of, of the guide today. Wow. So. The um, end of act one yeah. in the movie. Yeah, that's right. Climax of that act. So we give you a little taste. Um, as a part of this guide uh, on page 51, it says, and so you are here. Standing at the edge of the cliff, a cliff of your own making, and for all the arguments about the concept of free will, you always have a choice. But it doesn't always feel that way, does it? <laughs> Nearly every time you found yourself here at the precipice, you jumped, right? That sure doesn't feel like Tim Shell. That doesn't feel like choice. Sometimes you've even fought it for a while, but many times, even though you knew the consequences, you jumped. <laughs> That's the drill we all know. Very few things in life feel as familiar as the step off the cliff. <laughs> Tell about that Tim show. And what is that? Doesn't sound too English to me. See, no one knows what the <laughs> Tim shot. That's what I thought it was. Where's in Jason? Where's yeah. Jason? So Hebrew word, yeah. right? And taken from Steinbeck, actually. Yeah, he does a whole thing on East and Eden. And yeah, that. that's right. And so that's the word that's being etched on the back of the violin. And it basically has the concept of choice. He talks about it in the after show. Oh, that's right, in yeah. the after show. Yeah. Terrific. Speaking and, of, it, it, most ahead. people may not know that there is an after show after the movie, and it's after all of the credits, or maybe they've moved it by this time. They day. have moved it. Okay. Learned their lesson. So yes. it's, yeah. it's about 25 minutes after, so just be prepared for that. It's a great Outstanding. piece. Outstanding. Oh, my gosh. Very helpful. Very well done. Yeah. yeah. We very, have a friend well in that mm-hmm. piece, yeah. Okay. Somebody around this room. Yeah. Might have been first. Could have been. Yeah. Okay, we can continue. Yeah. So Tim Shell's an important piece. That violin is the sense of the father's uh, calling, the music that the father plays all through the, the film. And it's a sense of sonship as well, that he has actually made us sons. He actually lives in us. Beautiful section of him making that violin and playing early on with the sun, just magnificent oh, yeah. footage in Hawaii of that. Yeah. That's why you need to see it on the silver screen. Yeah. Yes. And two, those seascapes and landscapes. Wow. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Wow. Talk about this cliff. Uh, well, first of all, not all those cliffs are of our own making, but uh, certainly a lot of them are, or of our yeah. family of origins making or of our culture's making. <laughs> it's, right. it's a nice gumbo, if you will. <laughs> well, gumbo yeah. of a cliff. I'm even writing right now about that concept. And when you're in the middle of it, or or once you've bought in uh, to the to your heart giving permission, wherever that was way back here, from that point on, you would you might say to God, I don't feel like I have a choice. Hmm. I feel like that choice was rendered yeah. uh, inoperative 
back here where you can't even remember that you made a choice, yeah, where, yeah. where it feels like because it was in this uh, implicit private thing that you didn't even want to take part in. You just send your associate there to make the decision. And now Tim Shell feels like a distant memory because once the DNA has changed, once the, the, the chemical language has changed, it feels like I am going to do this. I, I, I can fight it all I want and I will fight it successfully maybe for a while, but I have no choice. I'm going to do this. And so I think that's that ugly desperation for those of us once we get into that spot and once we make that implicit choice way, way back there five seconds ago or five months ago. And and so I think that's a very cogent thought of putting Tim Shell in the movie. Yes. Yeah. And it makes sense that when, you know, you see that violin breaking at the bottom of the cliff, that's where a lot of people think, literally, I am beyond the father's love. That's right. I'm beyond the father's affection. I'm beyond the father's anything. And so when you look at the front of the film, when when the, when the father is already making a way back, I, I love that. Even before you see the father in the first place giving the violin to the, the son, you're seeing this sense of, of God's delight, enjoyment, but also just that over time, what we do is not going to change how he comes after us. I love another reason to go to the after show. What you're just saying right now, I didn't know. I, I, I didn't pick up of the father's pre having carved out that path to the son, no matter what trouble he got into. Mm. Such a profound yeah. thought that, yeah. that comes through in the film. For many people, but not all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there are some great explanations in the after show yeah. that give uh, kind of some reasons to the themes. I think what you were just saying, John, is so hard for us to deal with or comprehend, mm -hmm. and that is uh, I did make a choice. Yeah. I yes. gave myself permission. Yes. And when I'm at the cliff, I'm, it's the result of a choice. And it's hard to believe that we, we, we want to blame everybody and anybody for when I'm at the cliff. Yeah. And, and we make this incredible false promise that we won't jump. Hmm. That it's not that important to us. We, we don't really need what we're pursuing. And the father's right there. I mean, <laughs> why would I jump? I mean, God's, God's got my back. And, and so we, we just get trapped into this. We call it the compulsive cycle yeah. that is driven by permission yeah. that most of us deal our whole Christian life with confessing what we've done, but we've never confessed the sin that gave us permission to do it. Well said. And that, that's where the power of sin is. It's, you know, it's, it's like how many times have we sat with people, audiences, and said, well, uh, I wonder how many times have you said you're sorry for something you've done, and it's the same thing you've done over and over again. Maybe you. You're saying sorry for the wrong thing. Hmm. Explain that a little bit more. It, it, of the permission that you're giving yourself, that's what needs to be confessed. Yeah, not, that, not the act again. Before and after the Exactly. The before jump. and after the cliff jump. Because, because the reality is the power of sin is in when I give it permission. I, yeah. I cornerly say to people, I'm going to do this and God, I know it's wrong, and I'm going to do it anyway because my name is Bill Thrall. And nothing you can do about it. And, yeah. and, and it sounds like, oh, no, 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 that's exactly yeah. what we're doing. Yeah. 
And and many, many times as we uh, see that cliff scene in our own lives, again, like David said, no matter who created the, the cliff, most of us will believe that at that point we have separated ourselves from God. We will believe that. And that is impossible. And, and the, the, the crazy, because uh, willpower, if I say, no, 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 I, I, I've been at the cliff before. I can back away from the cliff. Yes, you can. And sometimes today, you do. Today. Yeah. And, but it, but the component that got you there is still working and it, it didn't go away just because you walked back from the cliff. The, 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 the answer that we've given so much in the, in the cure, is somewhere I am going to uh, have to have the courage to take it out of hiding, where it ga- gains strength, power, where the top, where that wave grows in size. At some point, I've got to come out of hiding and tell somebody. And uh, yeah. it, it, it feels like the last thing in the world I would do and because it's gone so far. We have to realize that when something's in hiding, you know, we don't know ourselves as well as we think we do. We're the ones giving ourselves permission, but there is so much that we don't know that we've been hiding from ourselves. And when we open it up to others and God, when humility, sometimes we, we get a better understanding of what the story has been and where the lies are that are trying to tell us who we are. What do you mean? What do you mean, dear? Well, if I think that I am this, I always do this, therefore I, I must yeah. do this, I have a concept of myself. And that concept of myself, like I'm even saying, this is why I do this. So uh, in psychology and also in being emotionally healthy, I can step back and look at my family of origin. And that's going to be really helpful, incredibly helpful. But also, um, I can do all of that without understanding my true creation in Christ. And so the story of who I am is never written by me. And so when I let God's truth and the truth of what has affected me to come into a stream along with other people who want to love me, then I'm going to have a much better opportunity to see why I'm at that cliff than why I might think I'm at that cliff or why I might think yeah. I need to jump. Mm-hmm. How, how do you, how do any of us do that almost impossible thing when you're at the cliff, mm-hmm. when everything is in you, and when all your, all the lies have, have told you that they're true? And, and that this is who you are, and this is who you always be, this is your family origin, this is, who, I who can, I, I feel the same way, dude. It's, it's like not, pain. You know, it's not just you're at the cliff looking over it like, oh, this looks nice. Sometimes it feels like people are pushing you, <laughs> like emotionally. Yeah. So. That's right. I think, too, that when the prodigal jumps off that cliff in the film, he has his eyes locked on the horizon. He's got his eyes locked on the thing that is uh, enticing him. Yes. And so there are conversations to have before the lock. <laughs> there are conversations like, right. am I in such a situation that could trigger a cliff jump? And I want to have that conversation with my friends. Mm. And that means I have to have a built-in group of friends absolutely, to where that is not such a far reach to have that That's conversation. Right. A, a messy group of friends, you know, yes. not a perfect group of friends. And and they can tell me too, kind of drafting off what you were saying, David, they can tell me um, what I think I have to gain by jumping. And that's a very important conversation that we get mixed up in. Mm-hmm. That's part of where that permission power yep, absolutely. lies. Absolutely. Have you guys experienced it? By the way, 
I have experienced this with you guys. Jumping uh, off cliffs together. Yes, where yeah, you guys yeah. push me off cliffs. <laughs> and, I'm, and I've never said it publicly, but I'm going to say it now. I'm second to – no, um, where, where, where I've had that friendship. We've actually used that phrase. That's right. Taking John off the cliff. That's right. That's, no, that's, we, right. We, that's John, right. John, we've that's actually – just thought of that just now. Yeah. That's, we actually used that weekly phrase. Weekly we used that <laughs> phrase. It wasn't that often. Yeah. Well, yes, it no, was. But, no, but, but pulling me back from the cliff. Yeah. It, and yeah. I had to thank uh, – in the elders meeting, I had to say to Jason, this last week, thanks for bringing me off the ledge. I, yeah. that, that was the yeah. language I used. Same language. Yeah. Same, yeah. same thing. It's uh, – it's such a beautiful movie in in showing us that the movie doesn't end at the cliff. Right. For many many people, they think that's the end because because they've experienced the devastation of the decision. They think there is no hope. There is no reality. There's nothing beyond it. I I think that's a powerful thing for us to realize is that mm-hmm. the great redeemer mm-hmm. doesn't count. Mm-hmm. And he's always available now. Isn't right. it beautiful? He's right. always available now. Mm-hmm. No matter what happened, we say this phrase that great redeemer doesn't count. It doesn't count. But you know, grace is not so much about our yesterdays as our tomorrows. Mm-hmm. He always has a plan to resolve the reality and of that our is choice. For the believer, we uh, those with Christ in us, we don't take that as permission to right. say, Well, what the heck? Then I it's, it's the more no, that no. keeps us from sinning. It, it actually protects Amen. us from sinning as much. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Well, a lot of hope there, uh, despite this being the, the cliff week. Lots <laughs> of hope. Amen. Take uh, 75 of your yeah. closest friends with you on Tuesday night. Tuesday night, night they October will, 17th. If, if you buy the tickets, they will open up new theaters. Yeah. They, they will. They will. But if you get there, uh, it can, may be sold out. Yeah. Maybe, so, ahead. Yep. Yeah. See you for popcorn next week, Tuesday night.